Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog, my man. Big fella. Lots going on. Lots going on. Got the Irish green on. It is uh, Irish green week. We designed this shirt ourselves. Check it out on missingcurfew.com slash sauce hockey. I will say uh, the original, um, going back and forth with the original, we had the beer bucket. You fired out this idea. And it looks great. Thank you, buddy. It's yeah, a good the, green, too. I, we are going to do forest a forest green. Yeah, forest green. The first one was like the green of that hat, which maybe is more St. Patty's Day. But I don't know. I thought this was a little classier national league uh we're gonna do a get this guy beer with the beer with the bucket too uppy i just the beer sticking out i think we can do better i think so too i think no it's the shout out to our boy mikey like we're putting him to work we are putting sauce hockey to work we are um but probably like we were our fans they want new t-shirts let's get them some new ones playoff time's coming we're gonna have a lot of ideas floating around fans want us you know you want to hear an idea or you want to have an idea for us let us know yeah good idea but the t-shirts are fucking mint they're mint um, happy St. Patrick's Day's week to you. Obviously, uh, this Friday. I I'll- got some Irish in my blood. Yeah. 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 You like to drink. For sure. When I was in Dublin, I <laughs> you, fit right in. You got that. Well, you're part Newfie, which is basically, you might as well attach that I'm to almost, Ireland. You're basically in Ireland. Yeah. In Newfoundland. I've never been to Newfoundland still to this day. Well, you're coming. Yeah. We'll talk about that. But sometime. I have been to Dublin and Dublin, I was blown away. It, it looks like downtown Port Hope, Ontario. Yeah. Like I took a picture of my family and my buddies. I'm like, look at the main street of Dublin. It's just Port Hope on steroids. There's a lot, probably a lot of Irish people in Port Hope. And then as you go west, I think it's just a like a rural Canadian thing. Let's make everything look like Ireland. (laughs) You know, fucking Canada. It's so far north, and people just you got to drink to stay warm and just to get by. You know, that was the thing about Dublin. I went with Macel. You know, and and me and Macel have been known to probably have a few too many at times to be the drunkest guy in the club. You're not going to be the drunkest guy in Dublin. Everyone is just as drunk as you or drunker. And it's kind of nice, actually. I, I, you don't I have know. to worry about, you know, waking up the next morning and be like, fuck, how drunk was I? Like, no, everyone in Dublin, like they got guys coming around, three or four guys ready for spills, yeah. ready for pukes. Yeah, it's it, disgusting. <laughs> I told you, I, I went there after a nine-day uh, Mykonos bender. I went wow. into Dublin for two days, solo mission. Lupul got sick in Mykonos. Sure. He, was, he was done. Uh, but I didn't ruin, didn't ruin my plans. I um, stay at the same hotel you did. Yeah, the Dean Hotel. Great spot. Six, six spot. Um, I remember getting in there, saw the records in my hotel room. I had Daft Punk. I had the Rolling Stones and these speakers were in my room and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's keep this going. And I put the, (laughs) I put Daft Punk on. I just pounded as loud as I could. How about that rooftop? Awesome. Great rooftop. Awesome rooftop. Best happy hour in town. Yeah. Um, Temple bars, the area, if anyone's wondering, that's where all the bars are. Remember that Irish girl lived in LA forever? 
Roslyn. Roslyn. Do I so ever? She, she hooked me up with her sister while I was there. That's nice. And her sister, yeah, but she, her sister wasn't as cute as Roslyn was. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she took me around, showed me like what the locals are doing. Yeah. Not a bad time. I thought the Irish girls were going to be a little more friendly. You know, like, I don't know. They were kind of a, a little bit on the mean side. At times. <laughs> Probably because they're drinking a lot. Like, fuck off. You're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, hey, easy there, baby. You fucking want a beer or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to be like, Like hey, sweethearts, hey, hey. like welcome to town. Yeah, hey, what, Canadian? Come over here, you big Yeah, let fucking... me show you where the dance clubs are, bud. <laughs> you big meathead? Get over here. I'm a fucking beer with me. But it was, uh, it was a great trip. I can't imagine Dublin on actually St. Patty's Day. I don't even know if I could handle that. It's got to be just crazy. What's your uh, St. Patty's Day plans? Playing in the Spring Classic with Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah, but then after. Because I'll be, I'll be coming. I'm going up. to Rothschilds with Billy Quinn. Dinner at 7 p.m. Oh, Thanks to Frankie right. if you want to join yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said you had a nice big table there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, saw, I saw Frankie. Uh, I'll be funny hammered story, by then. Funny story of Frankie. I, I show up Saturday night. Uh, went for dinner with Steeler. Um, saw know, that. Our boy. Our boy, Steely. Did he, he pay? Tell me side. he paid. He did not. Oh, no, must have been a t- it was a tough day for him because he played with Phil that Friday in San Diego, and Phil kicked his ass. There, after you sign that ticket, there's no more tough days. I don't care what Phil took. Totally. There's no oh. more tough days. So he, he listened. Him and Lobby went down. They played with Phil. They got beat on the last hole. All right, I'm, I'm ruining the, you know, the suspense okay. here. But uh, So then we have nice dinner. On the way home, I tell Christina, let's stop in and see Frankie, right? So I walk in and these guys are like, oh, speak of the devil. And I'm like, what's up, fellas? And they're like, ah, we're in Rothschilds because you and Obi, all you talk about is fucking Frankie and Rothschild. So we're here. And I'm like, oh, right on. So I'm like, where are you from? They're like, Philly. I'm like, ah, you guys know Larry Flowers? They're like, no, fuck that guy. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Anyway, so I go have a drink and this guy comes over and tells me a great story about why he's in, you know, why he lives here in Newport. Plays hockey here. Good guy. Anyway, I'm like. You got our curfew calls number? He's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, would you call in and fucking tell us on curfew <laughs> yeah, exactly. calls? Because I'll run with it. Me and Obi will have a blast with yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for to curfew yeah. calls. Call yeah. in. So cool. they went there because of the boys. Because of the boys, yeah. So Frankie's like, hey, this you know, this drink's on me because these beauties come in here now. They're just talking about Frankie. Yeah. And they bring their wives. and they're Frankie, just- I mean, he's such a good guy. He always treats me right in there. I mean, I go in there. <laughs> half the time, he doesn't even let me pay. You yeah. Know? It's just, but it's I think, a good establishment. You can't put open during yeah, COVID. Too. I think he realizes that, you know, the, you comp the food, I'm going to make up for it on the old fashioned. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, will I'm for gonna, sure. I'll get you on the back end, Frankie. You know? yeah. So uh, happy St. Patty's Day to everyone. Updog, uh, Rothschild, 7 p.m. Friday night, if you'd like to make it. The good Irishman, Billy Quinn, is coming in hot. Uh, Players Championship Week. Fucking Scotty Scheifler. God, it's so boring. I know. He's growing on me, though. It's he's yeah he's growing, he's growing on you because you're watching him every Sunday win these events. Yeah. I kind of like I got a crush on his wife too. I'm not gonna lie, she's a cute little wow. Texas gal. Eh? How horny she's, are she's, you right now? She's got, <laughs> <laughs> she got a crush on Scotty Scheffler's wife. <laughs> Jesus, I've heard it. She's all. not bad, boys. She's not fucking bad. That's great. That's a great chirp. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm fucking pretty horny. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's not even 11 a.m. But the life force is working on. Uh, fuck. Uh, you know what? I, I got to talk to you about life force. I, I think I've, uh, huh? I think I've missed their calls. I think they've been trying to come get my, the blood for me. Oh, the phlebotomist. Yeah. So how do I re? I got watching too much golf. It's re- Scotty Sheffler's wife. I got to re-engage with life yeah. force. I think I missed the fucking. We'll get you back. We'll get you I, back. Hey, listen, I think I got a crush on her because she gets more TV time than. Fucking Tom Holt, that's for sure. <laughs> this guy wins every week, and out she comes with her hat on, and I'm like, this girl's kind of cute. But listen, do I still think he's a nerd deep down? I do, right? I'm not going to invite him to fucking, you know, I Europe. You. I'm not going to go, hey, Scotty. He's not playing Friday golf. You want to come to Europe candy. with the boys and go on a bender? I'm not inviting Scotty Scheifler. But 
I think he's a good guy. I think he has a pretty good sense of humor, and he's starting to grow on me a little bit. Yeah. Like he, I think he, you know what I like ups? I like that he can shape it both ways. Yeah, he can draw it. He can fucking hit the nice little high buttery cut too. Yeah, it's an unorthodox swing, should we say? Yeah. Um, big toe drag. It's almost like a. It's like he's hitting fucking home runs the way he yeah. the way he turns that back foot and um, how he gets through it and high. He's just a you know what he's a great golfer and he's stepped up his play at a time when we think like will anyone ever catch Jack Nicklaus? Will anyone ever catch Tiger's like recent records? Um, with all the competition out there, the guy's finishing top five, top three, top five in every event he plays. Yeah, he's a machine. Um, now I'm like, who, who's got it better now? Like, these guys with this money. These yeah, guys are. Got- I was just going to say. So in the last, I think I, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Bringer, if you want to have time to look this up. I think in the last calendar year, he's won 33 bananas. Got yeah. Shot. I mean, fuck. 33 now, does he bananas. have the personality and the look to get another 33? He doesn't have the look. For 33 from some sponsors. <laughs> Not that I'm going to be on the cover of GQ time, but he kind of no. looks like Mr. Potato Head a little bit, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Right? He kind of looks like Mr. Potato Head. But. Yeah, like, I mean. But for $33 million, yeah. who gives a fuck what you look yeah. like, right? His wife better hold on. <laughs> no, His wife she's not stupid. On. She runs out there right away on the green. She's not stupid. Yeah. She knows, hey, you're, I'm part of this too, buddy. It's, it must be nice to win golf tournaments, huh? It's got to be nice to win the players. Um, Max Homa, shout out to Max. He made a hell of a run-ups. Um, actually, Princey, I think you fucking jinxed him because he was making a run that Princey put out on social media that I bet him. And he, he made a terrible par on 16 and then fucking rinsed her on 17. And that was turned the lights out. But I did hedge my bet up, dog. I, I, I took the thousand I had on Max and I put the thousand on Scotty Scheifler in the, th- in the fourth round, but it was minus 275. But I looked at that leaderboard and I was like, there's not one guy on there that, that when things come. are going to get tough. Yeah. Good point. I was like, this guy's winning. So yeah. I, I came out with the players even. Um, Max Holmes fucking tee shot on that par four. He hits the stick. It almost went in the water. I know. I mean, if, if that sat there and he did, he taps in a two there, it's like heads up. I know. Loops, loops text me. He's like, well, that's what he's aiming at. Oops. I go, yeah, that's exactly what he's aiming at. Loops. It was fucking hilarious. But yeah, Max, listen, I watched him play the first couple of days. I guess this is a compliment to him. Like you could tell he was fighting his swing. And I guess this is probably like Tiger and the guys back in the day, but he was still in it. Like, you know, he shot even part of the first day, one on the second day and his misses you could tell he was upset, but they were just these little baby cuts that went a little bit too far. But I'm, I'm saying he's so in control of his game up here that even when he plays bad, he can still hang in there. Yeah, and I think it, in golf where, you know, uh, real estate plays a factor, whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, different grass. I mean, he's been lights out here in California. Yeah. Going, out, going out East, you know, you usually pick the guys that live in Jupiter to play well in these tournaments, right? The guys that practice on that, you know, Bermuda grass totally. or whatever. Um, so it was just... I think for him mentally to keep it up in these tournaments going into the masters is huge because he's, I mean, if he puts on a good performance for the green jacket, that's the ultimate yeah, test, right? That'd be great. Um, first prize, Scotty Scheifler, 4.5 million. Terrell Hatton, 2.7 bananas. You see the shot he hit on 18? How about the, the shots on the back nine? Man, he played unbelievable. He had, he birdied for the he first time. He just ran time. real estate. I want to say there's been three guys and Freddie Couples could correct me if I'm wrong here. Three guys ever to birdie the last five holes. Wow. He finished seven under on the back nine. 
Shot 29. Yeah, right? he, he went from making like 180 grand to making yeah. fucking, what 2. did he 7, make? 2.75 bananas. There you go. How's that? 2.75. And then your boy, Tom Hoagie. <laughs> He's got the course record down 62. He got one and a half bananas. Tough jibs. Tough jibs. Oh, man. Uh, tough jibs. Not that I got nice dentures either from playing hockey, but no, I think but just I think you got to get a new set of jibbies if you play on the PGA Tour, right? Yeah, you yeah. Got, you're not going to lose them. Yeah, because you're smiling. You're, you know, I don't think. Hey, listen. Me and you have this argument a lot about, you know, my fat ass. I, I, I only fly first class because I'm so big. I know you don't mind going the back of the bus. This guy made 1.5 million and flew home in 21C. Come on. Like to me. I appreciate that. Yeah, but like fucking treat yourself. That's when your bag gets treat lost. Yourself. Your bag gets lost. You fucking miss your connector because like, you're in the back of the connector. bus. <laughs> if he connected home, I just thought, hey, you know. <laughs> I bet you did. Hey, hey, just treat yourself, Tom, to a fucking first class seat. You just finished third in the players. Buy your old lady a purse. Yeah. Take her for dinner. <laughs> have a nice bottle of wine. Buy and fucking get purse. yourself a fucking uh, premium economy seat. Hey, huh? hey, get yourself. What's that thing you? you premium what's economy. the thing that you used to wear to keep your jibbies nice and straight? Invisalign. He might need an Invisalign. Yeah, he needs more than that. He fucking might need one. I don't know. I need one too, actually. Well, my kid. <laughs> what are you looking at, Bing? Uh, listen, last but not least on the players, plus 210 on a hole in one on 17. I believe there was three of them. Is, is that does that happen every year, up dog? Or is that just a lucky no. year? Because that seems like at plus two ten. How I many hole in ones do you think in the history of of the PGA Tour on uh, on seventeen? How many would you think? I have no idea. Like, take a wild guess. So there was three hole in ones this year. I know that was probably a big year, but I'm gonna say, fuck, probably thirty or forty hole in ones. Thirteen. Thirteen. And guess who's got one? Freddie's got two. Fucking Freddie. Freddie's got one hole in one, and then you mentioned it, I think, earlier that he dunked one for par. Par three, hole in three. There you go. Unbelievable. Typical Freddie fashion. They show this clip a lot over the week. Um, one thing I'm happy about Players Week being over is I don't have to listen to Brandel Chambly talk anymore for till Augusta, which is nice. Uh, but Freddie rinses it, doesn't go to the drop zone, no glove, typical Freddie fashion. Ho, ho, oh, ho, ho. Santa's coming down the chimney. Right down. Freddie's a beauty. Yeah. I play with him someday. I know. Did you just meet his caddy, Joey Lakov? Joey's the man. Joey's Huge a Rangers fan. Big Ranger fan, big giant G-Man fan. Yeah. Um, Love to come on the pod. In fact, today he was like, I don't know what time Freddie's, you know, today being Tuesday. We have the whole classic coming up this weekend. Freddie, hopefully, you know, hometown kid, hopefully wins that fucker. But um, he wanted to come on the pod. Joey. Fuck, let's get him on. He's been Freddie's caddy over 25 years. Tiger's caddy too. Yeah. Crazy. Well, here we, now we're talking. Speaking of the Hogue, it is this weekend at Newport Beach Country Club. Shout out to Todd Pickup. Everybody that, that runs that at Newport. And then I got to give a shout out to uh, our boy, Hempy. He's a big fan of Missing Curfew. He's a big fan of uh, Canada Lip Boomers. He showed up to the first tee with about five tins of Lip Boomers. Beauty. He said, you want a cherry pie? You want a fucking pineapple express? What do you want? Um, we played Newport on Saturday. Beecher shot 67. The course is ready to rock. I just hope it doesn't continue to rain on it. But the course is beautiful. Uh, Hempy shot 72, and I was a smooth 81. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A good little round. Eh, not bad for me. I mean, How the course, uh, the new bunkers, everything. It looks great. Nice and mature. It, it looks cool with all the. You What's know, the, the membership at? The membership's 200, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Fuck, eh? That's a lot. So. Might be going El Niguel. El Niguel. Up dog, real quick. Uh, World Baseball Classic. Binger, you guys just stuck it to us last night. That guy was throwing. He was throwing slower than you at Jay Sarah. He was. I'd rather face you than the guy that was pitching for Canada. Really? I think I could have got a hit off him. Wow. It was marshmallows, wasn't it, Bigger? It was. It was. It was it a was. lot of meatballs down the middle going like 86, 87, if that. Yeah. I, I love the 
I love the Team Canada hats. I don't love our uniforms. I don't. I think they could have done better on our uniforms. I, I don't know. They're kind of they they're uh, kind of bunk a little bit. But shout out to uh, our old friend Matt Harvey, uh, pitching for Team Italy, who they have an espresso machine right in the dugout. I thought it was a nice touch. I guess so. We should have had pizza. That on the, Do they make pizza too? Or got fucking? Well, they got everything. They got gelato. They got fucking cannolis on there. Anything you want, ups. What else you need? I love it. Cigarettes. No, good. I, know. I saw them getting on this new bird to go to Tokyo. They're right. off to Tokyo. I guess that's the next round. Yeah. Did they make it? Right? Yeah, Italy made it. Um, and Harv only allowed four hits and one walk in seven. It's not bad. There was this kid He's I chucking. saw pitched for Israel last night, one inning, and he got an uh, MLB contract. That's well, he nice. struck out Soto. And then he started, he struck out, um, uh, there was the first baseman. It was Soto, from the, Julio Rodriguez, and then and your San Diego Padres Machado. first Machado. baseman. Machado. It was fucking, and like, I mean, pitching. Back up the Briggs truck from Machado, by the way. Didn't he just get another fucking 100 million he or something? 300 million? Ticket, yeah. He had a three million, 300 million contract, and then they re signed him to another 300 million contract after five years, I think it was. Wow. Wow. We played the wrong sport, bud. No kidding. Was he? Want to sponsor the pod? Did you see old Ernie Witt, the manager of Canada? He was looking for answers on the dugout. I felt, I said, Ernie. <laughs> He's he looking for looking answers. Good. He was like, I said, Ernie, you're overmatched. Where were they playing, boys? Phoenix. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, big guy went to the game. Big, big guy. guy did. But shout out to Matt Harvey. Good luck. Team Italy. I love the espresso machine around the bench. We should have had that in the National League. I could have used it a couple times. Sniffer, quick espresso shot, game on. Actually, shout out to my boy Chunky. Chunky in Florida. Remember Chunky? Chunky? <laughs> Chunky used to bring us Cuban coffee before Chunky. warm-ups. Chunky. Remember Chunky? I never met Chunky in my... Uh, you, speaking you of espresso, that was my, I had an espresso cup of coffee in Florida. But it was like a thick, thick Cuban coffee. Boys, you ever had it? It's kind of sweet, but it's fucking thick and it packs Like their women, eh? Thick oh, and sweet, yeah, eh? Yeah, chocolate. Hey, chocolate. No, like this was a nice... Like He'd pass it around, one little shot. We'd all have our shot cups. Like, Hazy would have crushed him. And then oh, he'd yeah. crush his Red Bull, but right after, it was fine. Okay, here's to the boys. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for Broadway. It's yeah. time for Broadway. Uh, World Baseball Classic. I, I've enjoyed it so far up the little that I've watched. NHL free agents. Jimmy Garoppolo, speaking of playing the wrong sport again, three years, 67 bananas, <laughs> $34 million guaranteed. The first thing I thought when I saw this is how much damage is this guy going to do off the field? There's no tell. He it's, is going to bang every porn star that lives in Vegas, every showgirl that lives there. This guy is going to... If I'm the coach, I'm like, hey, save your he lights for Sunday. He might get Adele. He's going he, <laughs> to have them all. Adele, he might be pounding Adele. How is that show? Is that insane? K-Wash went this past weekend, showed me some vids. Is you that, should take your, your it's wife. It's amazing, You should right? take your wife I think there. it's only there for another week or something. You might be able to get a ticket through somebody. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. A lot of moisture coming out of Adele. Between the, right? between right. the tears and the and, rain and the panty soup Don't and the, the rain, all the rain comes. I mean, listen, Binger, if you're a single guy, just go stand outside Adele. <laughs> And wait for them to come they out. They come crying. They're like crying. Just like, but they're oh, happy at the same honey, time. Oh, yeah. The lubrication. It's all. It's from fucking. From <laughs> eyebrows to, to fucking toes. They're just. They're Jesus. <laughs> no, but seriously, I watched Adele. Tony um, Bear. I watched Adele in Dallas and Billy Quinn's bunker one night. The, guy, the girl's amazing. Funny as shit, too. Her, that's. That's was the. I mean, her, listen, her voice is amazing. She's a beautiful woman. Her, how funny she was with her English accent yeah. was a highlight she to me. She swears. Throws a lot of F-bombs. I love it. See, when people tell us we swear too much on this podcast, Adele, you're paying five grand to go see Adele and she swears all the time. It's great. Yeah. And she really- Mind you, we don't sing on this thing, but- We can if we want. Yeah, she really uh, does away. a good job of including the crowd. She brings somebody from top cheese down to front row. She buys tickets. She shoots off nice. t-shirts. She engages with the crowd. She walks around. I mean, this one girl five feet in front of me 
I've never seen a girl cry when Adele came up and gave her a hug. Like she was like spazzing out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She was just like, ah, who's, who's she thumping nowadays? Ah, uh, she's got a, it's a, uh, LeBron's agent. Rich yeah, Paul. That's exactly who it is. Wow. Thumping. Huh? Good for her. Thumping. I mean, good for him. <laughs> I know she thumping now. You know, another good one is plowing. <laughs> I used to buy her. Someone said the other day, yeah, yeah, I used to plow her. <laughs> Hyping. He's like, oh, yeah, what's her? Oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah, my buddy used to plow her. I just, I don't know. Why I got um, new little segment here. I missed a curfew because our boy is a fucking world traveler. Up his world. Up his world. Up his world. Party, party time. time. Party Excellent. Time. Up his world. Wayne's world. So Updog, what in the fuck is going on oh, in buddy. Updog's world? Uh, a few things. Um, one thing I had a I had a great weekend. So it was it was Daddy and me time. Took Izzy Saturday morning, brought her coffee, breakfast, and uh, then we went to Saddleback College. Hey, South, Saddleback, which is right next to our new course, El Nigel. <laughs> and um, good, I gotta get a house down there. Listen, I can't drive that far. It drunk was a. Cool charity event put on by these guys, RX3. Um, it's like a, a growth, let's keep the boringness, growth capital fund put on by this guy, Byron Roth. He's a local guy. Alex Bethal, who's um, one of the owners of the Sacramento Kings. Shout out to Al oh, Hall. Nice. He's boys with him. You might know him too, Max, by the way. And then Aaron Rodgers. So it was a flag football game. Did you do some mushrooms with him? I didn't. <laughs> I did some mushrooms. Hey, Rogers, here's a mushroom chocolate I did bar, some bro. mushrooms Saturday night at dinner, but that's Shocker. neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers, uh, the part of this fund, it's like a consumer fund. They, they've got, um, you know, the... Oh, the gun. Theragun. 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 Now called Therabody. That was like a charade, <laughs> eh? <laughs> one word. And then, <laughs> and then what's the other one where you do down dog, up dog? Yoga. Corp yoga. yoga. Uh, they run hymns. They got hymns now. So these are all brands. I use like, hymns for the old monkey bump. See? Yeah. But this is the type of stuff these guys invest in. And they have Kevin Hart. Podcast, they They've got Vanessa Hodgins. Um, it's, it's their, they just take chunks out of it and try to grow the, their brands as, as these guys do. Um, but anyway, got to pick with Josh Allen. Kid's a monster. I know. I watched him fucking seed one to his brother in this flag football game through a 40 yards, not even, a like a flick I know it was crazy. so sick and then like pure fashion like he just had his you know when he celebrates he's a beauty yeah always is. has fun i think it was the first thing i said to you is this guy has a smile on his face like he's a kid with whatever he's doing i kind of like that as much as we need him to just hold on to the ball yeah. sometimes fuck me fuck up right we used to have that same smile bud i know i know we had the, we we, know. we used to have that same glow in our eyes fella <laughs> yeah, all right we had it. we were on top of the fucking world yeah, yeah. we weren't making 30 making bananas bank and then going you were to- making four i was making two and a hook we we had that same smile all right <laughs> we had that same fucking smile i know what you're talking about it's no longer here up that smile's gone No, we got to find it somewhere it's, it's fucking there gone, it's, gone. it's here when you come in the studio it comes back yeah that's true till we set the bills after them we're like wow oh, like christ is oh this, shit is this even worth it jared goff Tell me that guy. What's he all about? He's got an arm on him. He's got a hot wife, too, if we're talking wives. Yeah, yeah. He's a, got a good arm on him. Sam Darnold. <laughs> good arm on him. Good arm on him. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Guy's a big USC uh, alumni. Did he just on. get traded to the Niners? Did we figure to that the out? the Niners. Traded or signed as a free agent? I think signed as a free would agent. They, why would they give that guy up? I don't know, but that guy's about to me. He's, I bet you. What's his career earnings already for a guy that plays? Wow. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but shout out to my boy, Steve Astafin and JJ. Remember JJ? JJ was there. 
Yeah, yeah, JJ. JJ, yeah. So JJ was there. JJ puts on these events for for Byron Roth and this company. But JJ's been working for the Maloofs forever. He's almost bought and bought and sold hockey teams at one point. Um, wants wow. to come on the pod. JJ. JJ wants to come on our pod. He's welcome anytime. Brother. He is a, uh, fuck, man. The guy has built a pretty solid network for himself. Smart. He's involved with the right people. And he's a fucking go-getter. So yeah. let's have him on. Chat Who, out of all those quarterbacks, when, which one were you starstruck the most about? Like, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. It was sick watching him play. It was, I mean, he had, he had his shades on like aviators. Yeah. Um, he'd cleaned up. So it was time spent in the three days of darkness. He, he totally cleaned it up, shaved his beard. Uh, look like he's in the right mindset to probably sign somewhere else this next coming week or get traded. Yeah, it looks like um, he's going to the J-E-T-S. Yeah, Jets, Jets, does, Jets. right? I just he's saw. already bringing his wide receiver and he hasn't even been fucking traded yet. Uh, rumors are it's, it's not only Lassard, it's Cobb too. Yeah, I like Both how he guys. takes care of Cobb. That's I nice. Know. I would take care of my receiver if right? I had one like that. Yeah. I'd be like, Stretching hey, I'll, out. Come on, buddy. We're going to New York. All Let's the suey passes you've given him over the years. <laughs> All the concussions you gave him <laughs> yeah, over the years. You're like, hey, sorry about that one, bud. Catch that next time. Yeah, that was sick though. Up, yeah, and, uh, Izzy looked so cute. Izzy so had so much fun. Yeah, it was epic. So. Oppie's world. <laughs> Excellent. Party time. Oppie's <laughs> world. Maxi, <laughs> let's go. One, let's get a little curfew call. Uh, real quick on the curfew calls, too. Um, up to date ones are great, but just anything because me and Updog are, are recording these pretty much every other week. Uh, we're going to pump them out in the offseason for you. And I guarantee you, uh, the ones we've recorded are some of our best work. We're actually thinking about maybe just turning this whole podcast into a curfew's call next year. Fuck hockey. We're just going to be idiots. But uh, ask us anything. If you have some up-to-date ones, Max is going to try to slide them in. But basically what I'm saying, I guess, is just keep them. What's the word, Max? Evergreen. 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 Thanks, baby. Curfew call. What we got? We got this one. Uh, Brennan Fritz just wrote this in. He listened to the Kelly Chase episode. Uh, wanted, to, wanted to let you guys know he loved it. Can you please have more beauties like him on the pod? Love hearing the stories of the good old days. Why is it that the NHL is now full of nerds and all they do is play Call of Duty? Why can't some of these kids drink beers, fuck around and chase broads around and basically fuck around like Hole and Chaser did? LOL. Thoughts. Thanks, Obi and Uppy. Brendo, big shoots. I'll t- just what comes what to mind is... Brendo, big shoots. Brendo. Brendo, big shoots. I'll tell you what. No, no, one, no one was like Holly, for example, and Chaser. There's very limited guys that ever walked through this National Hockey League and, and had that sort of relationship and had a guy that was arguably a top you know, 5, 10 player in the history, a goal scorer anyway, doing whatever he wanted. And I have Chaser, his best buddy, reaping the benefits of it. Totally. Protecting him and then like Holly protects him. Yeah, the no, story at the end he told was great. Chaser's a beauty, and I mean some of these fights. Princey, great job that he's pulling up. A ch- like the one he posted this morning of him going Darren Hatcher toe to toe. He's given up like fucking six inches. Yeah, so I talked to Chaser right this morning, there. and I said, "Buddy, I hope you listen." He's like, "I loved it," and he goes, "Um, you know, I, I'm like, I just listened to the clip that we posted of you saying, you know what I fucking hate is these guys that pat each other on the back after they fight." He's like. He used to fucking give him an extra shot on it yeah, yeah, while he's on the ground to remind him, to fucking remind him. Um, and he goes, but I just want to let you know the fight, the clip that you just put out about Hatcher, it might look like I wanted to pat him, but I was telling the refs to get the fuck yeah, off because yeah, this that. is only going to make us fucking go longer and it's going to be better. I, I noticed that I watched it this morning on my way here before I left my house. He waves him off. Waves him off. I'm like, what a crazy <laughs> bastard. Psychopath. Psychopath. He told a funny story about how Hitch was like calling him out. You're not going to see the ice with those guys anyways. And then he's like, then they stepped out there and I looked at Quimble and I went, this is probably the time you put me and Twister out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there was a great clip Princey found where Chaser scored. I, I think it was in Hartford. 
Mess comes in. Next thing you know, Chaser scores a goal. He just starts chucking him. I'm like, that's hockey. <laughs> yeah. That's hockey. So to answer his question, why guys don't fucking mix it like the boys used to, I, I'm going to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. I'm going to blame social media, yeah. I think. And I like to think deep down that they're still out there. Yeah. Well, they better be getting laid. Uh, the drinking thing, whatever. But I mean, if you're single playing the show and you're not getting laid, I mean, yeah. what's, the, what's the point? I, really? go, I mean, go what's belly up somewhere with the boy. I mean, you're going for dinner with the guys all the time, too. You're meeting people. It's yeah. like, come on. How do you turn it off? You know who we should ask it's about hard. this is Trevor Zegers. I mean, I bet you Z's got to be doing some damage, right? I'd say the guys got commercial every time I turn the game on. There's more of them on commercials than him playing on. The- you could probably put a bunch of guys in on this. Barzell, like look at all these the good looking cats, like right. Barzell's I mean, doing damage for sure. Yeah, like Yossi, he's, he's married. He's married. Who are all the good? All the guys, guys we play with are married now. Like Sagan and Dallas married. Yeah. Ben's married. So they're that's true. They've had yeah. their run, but I'm talking who's carrying the torch, right? Who, Who are these young pups carrying the torch? What about uh, what about the kid up in Dallas in uh? Seattle. Oh, Matty Beneers. He's, you think he's got it? In, hopefully. <laughs> I, uh, I, he's so young, but you know who I, I think is, you know, that, that, that probably needs a little guidance is, is Mason McTavish. Yeah. You know, I think Z is probably, you know, he's probably got a lot of upshaw in him, right? And, and, and Mason's probably going to, you know, roll with Z and he's going to get some leftovers. But I think like deep down, Mason needs a little bit of grooming. You know, I think, I think that I love his game. I love his, He's played unbelievable. He's eight points behind Matty Beneers. Yeah. I think he could use a little missing curfew yeah. touch off the ice, maybe. I know. Let's so just be guessing. Should we set up like a, a like a little firm? <laughs> you know, like what was that hitch? Will we like be his like ice consultants? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the Ducks organization would sign off on it. <laughs> I don't maybe they would. But hey. I love this. Turn kid. him into just well oiled, like yeah. not well, <laughs> maybe eventually. But um I'll tell you what. I mean, how old is he? He's how old is Mason McTavish? <laughs> he's 20. 20? Not even. I love you, Mason. 20. He's 20? He's 20. Well, he should come by the big fucking canyon lunch <laughs> on Sundays at about noon because there's. Oh, yeah. He's 20. These girls are probably 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fit, I, I, he'll be right married there. in fucking a week. If his golf game's good, we'll get him out there and play some golf and he can. I mean, all these guys in there. Yes. I mean, if you're I, 20 years old, I mean, Big Canyon and that Sundays is your, come on over for a fucking piece of bacon and have a seat. <laughs> buffet. <laughs> it's a, it is a Jimmy Buffett. It's a Jimmy Buffett. But yeah. uh, thank you for the call. I think the boys deep down are still getting after it, uh, but I'm going to blame social media. Updog, that was a lot of fun. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Top titty. Updog, I just first and foremost want to thank, I want to thank you. I want to thank Binger. I want to thank Max, Princey, everyone's commitment to top titty DraftKings. It's back, baby. It's A hundred entries. Yes. Fucking A. Come on, baby. Uh, I need you to send me the actual link that we can post on. Okay. Because the one you sent me, Binger, I couldn't, I don't know. I fucked it up. But anyways, a hundred entries. Um, I, had a, I had a tough, tough week. <laughs> That's okay. I, you probably rushed it. I Did you really I look at your, you look your lineup? No, really I rushed it because I got to work on Thursday with Cooley. I rushed it. Ah, uh, there's so much fucking options out there. I'm just good. I beat my brother. I beat him. Brento. Brento. Socket, bud. The captain. I'm going to say it here. I'm giving Brento the C. I'm actually going to. I can't wait to see my brother. He's coming down here. We're going to tee it up with Freddie in the desert. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's staying with. Uh, he's got his in-laws coming to town the second week in April gonna tea with freddie couples in the desert yeah because it's right after the masters freddie's like i'm back 
Um, so I, I, anyway, as I was going down to spend three days with Brenton's girls um, that that week of before Tahoe after the Masters, that little like two three. Hobby's days. World, Hobby's Hobby World, Hobby excellent. Time. He's gonna slide it in between Tahoe and <laughs> what a life, eh? Bing. What a well, I gotta see. I haven't seen my brother and his kids, and they haven't even met Beckham yet. So it'll be a good time, but I can't wait. Bigger, if you would have just worked a little bit harder in baseball, you could be living like ups. Instead, <laughs> if you, got, you struck out guys that were just a little bit better than me. 6-2, Mike Trout wouldn't be in the instead, league. Instead, you were getting baked in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, instead of working on your curveball, you were <laughs> working on how to make a bong out of this arrowhead plastic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> engineering. Engin- engineering. Engineering 101. Um, sorry, Binger. Um, up dog, you had a great week. Let's talk talk me through your strategy. Mm. Up, you had a great fucking Thanks, Obes. Let me pull it up here. I'm gonna yeah, say this. Me, um I'm going to call it the guys who let me down, quite frankly. Nick Letty. I don't know what I was doing picking him. I'm going to put that on myself a little bit. Barbashev let me down. I thought he was going to have a big week. Killer. Killer Killer had been playing so great, and Alex Cohorn has been playing great, Uppy. Um, I, I thought he was going to have a big night for me against Vegas. Ice cold. The only guy that came through for me was Nate. Tage Thompson. I mean, I guess we should have just taken guys that were on Dallas, seeing how they put up 10 goals. Yeah, they did. Or you go Tampa like I did. I had point for 38. Kucherov for 32. That's how you win. And then I had Shister. Well, you didn't win. You came in 11th. You didn't win. That's how you win right there. That's how you come in 11th. That's how you come in. Not even a top 10. I made 25 balls. That's how you win, boys. He's like, that's how you win. Um, Max Domi had him on there. 11 points. Brad Marchand. Can I stop you right there real quick and how good of a pickup Max Domi is? I, I was sitting on this podcast with you every week, pleading to the Vegas Golden Knights, begging them to pick up Max Domi. I called Dallas. Right? You called Dallas. He looks great. He he play like he can see the ice. He makes great little sauce passes. Yeah. It's a great pickup. So sorry, yeah. but I just want to. No, it's okay. But yeah. I think he's just kind of got the short end of the stick sometimes. That like in these, like he went to play for Torts for a bit, right? And then it was Torts. Did Torts have him in Columbus? Oh, he might have. He had him in I Columbus. Forgot Max was in Columbus. Yes. Well, that's where you go to die. Yeah, that in Calgary. Yeah. Just ask Weezy. I know. And Hubie. Hubie's got 13 goals. He got 13. I was like, oh, nice goal, Hubie. Let's see how many he's got. Uh, Hubie was 13th of the year. I'm like, oh, those are expensive goals. But he's playing better. I'm happy for Hubie. He's, yeah, he's, starting, to find his, he's starting to find his way. I'm happy for him. Um, so, yeah, those are, those are some good. Tyson Berry got me four. Bears looks, hey, by the way, I'm going to try to get Barry to come on. That he's down in Nashville. He's been great. And the Nashville Predators in general, their organization, top to bottom, I mean, they're still in the playoff race, which to me is amazing. With Forsberg and Johansson been out, you trade Ekholm, they're right there. They, I just watched them play against the Kings and Ducks. Structure, compete. Uh, I saw Brandon Walker sitting up with Trotsy. I said, Dude, say yeah. hi to Trotsy for me, sick vest, and take the coat hanger out of his shirt. <laughs> his shirt. <laughs> Tell him to drop the watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, they're playing great up. I mean, the whole organization, they're, they're still in this. And to me, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm just uh, checking out the, wow. The San Jose Sharks are that bad. Oh yeah! Wow, they are that bad. I thought I, I didn't. I thought the Ducks were behind them. Nope. <laughs> the old toilet bowl. Nineteen wins. That's not something to write home about, is so it? So, what was your strategy? Not that you're going to remember, but did you have any strategy? Yeah, you know in? what I did. I, my solely was listen. Um, what did I say? <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, Tampa Bay Lightning. I was just, I was feeding the Tampa lines. You, you, I you, thought it was going to be a high scoring game. And I'm like, you know, Kutra, well, I would have liked, I would have liked over. to put Kalorn in there somewhere. I would have yeah. liked to maybe mix in a D man, but those two guys, 
I mean, if I look at it, Kucherov had... 32. Like, yeah, I know, but he also... What did he have for goals? Kucherov had... Yeah. He got you 32 points. points. Good for him. Shout out to the winner, Arv17, uh, Jason Robertson, Cooch, Mason Marchman, a kid I absolutely love, Sororkin. I Listen, I, the Dallas Stars... I was not sold on them two weeks ago. The way they're playing right now, they just kicked the shit out of the Kraken last night, back-to-back games. Yeah, They're playing well. They put up a 10 spot. Touchdown field goal. Poor Eric Comrie. I love yeah. that kid. Uh, I mean, nine, of those, nine of those goals were, yeah. Hey, boys, maybe mix in a back check. Yeah, or get in the lane or box out or get it out. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Let's go all the way down to the bottom here. All right? Let's go down to the fucking, what do you want to call this guy? Well, can we give this award? What, 70 points? This is last place. This is 100th. Mystery relevant? Yeah. Oh. He had 41 points. Mags 99. He's got a duster like Binger. <laughs> he went Zabanajet. His highest guy had 12 points. He went, <laughs> listen, when you go groove hour between the pipes, you deserve to be 100th place, buddy. So uh, thank you for the donation. Congrats to the winner. Updog, Binger, Maxi, Princey, Brento's wearing the C. Uh, I got to pick my game up. I, I got to focus more. I got to commit. I got to... You know, I really got to do my job. So top titty, 100 entries, uppy. Yeah, this is awesome. We, we love it. So thank you guys. Next week, looking forward to it again. Uh, DraftKings lock of the night. We have a little bit of a, we, we're not sure what's going on here. Princey may have fucked this up. Did, did, are, did you take the Predators over the Kings? You, you took Kings over Predators, uppy. Oh, you did. So you and then Obes, you had Avalanche over Coyotes. Yeah. God damn. Do you want to know what the line was in that game? Because I had to put my balls to tug and bet it. Yeah. It was minus 410. So you are just locking it up. You have been all year. <laughs> have have you lost it. any of those? Is that you making the money? If I'll you be, lose those, I've, you I've, should lose four. I've typically, I learned my lesson two, two years ago during COVID when it was that stupid North Division. And it was a Tuesday night. I'll never forget it. Living on my old pad. It was fucking Buffalo versus Washington. At home in Washington, they were minus four something. And I said, there's no way. Boom, bet it. One nothing buff, two nothing buff, three nothing buff, three one, four one. I lost four X on a Tuesday night. So typically, I've learned my lesson. Four X, four one, four X. Jesus, I lose five X on a month. But I had to bet it up because I told myself that I'm going to bet the Avalanche every game down the stretch here. And I have. Um, fuck, they only beat them three two. I was sweating. Sweat. Nice. So you have they, rode them. They won. They won. They've yeah. been costing me money. They just lost fucking four straight to that game. They've won two in a row now. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, Updog, you are now 10 and six. I'm 11 and six. Uh, we are making people money. That's a combined 21 and 12. We're making people money. Uh, go ahead first. DraftKings lock of the night here. Lots of games. One of the best idea Maxi ever had here, moving her Saturday night. Lots of games. All right. Here. Let's see. I'm going to take the <laughs> New York Islanders against the San Jose Sharks. Oh, he's going O'Brien. He's night. going O'Brien style. Lock of the night. They're on the road. Yeah. No, West that, Coaster. That one will be probably about minus 250, 260, I would say. Maybe a little bit more. Hopefully Sorokin's playing. Yeah. Guy's been mint. If not, their backup's Varley. He's not bad. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Who am I taking here? Come on, Obes. Come on, Obes. See, right away, I, I just lean right towards Tampa at home against Montreal. But I'm going to try to stay away from that. I'm going to take the New York Rangers at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins just because the Penguins have been kicking the shit out of them the last couple of days. 
I'm going to take the New York Rangers, which will be basically a pick 'em. I would say against Pittsburgh at home, maybe like a minus one twenty. Rangers at home against the Pens. The Updogs got the Islanders going into the Shark Tank. That doesn't have a whole lot of bite anymore. Doesn't does it? DraftKings lock of the week lock or of the, the night. Dolphin Tank. But we're making money. 20, Snowflake twenty one and twelve on the year. If you if you've had the balls to ride, it's not Snowflake. <laughs> it's not Snowflake. <laughs> Do you if, know him? If you've had the balls to ride us out, you're making money. And that's what the lock of the night is. You got to have the balls, the kahunas to go minus 300 and fucking give them a tug. Tug that's it up. Bigger. That's why they make it minus 300 for pigeons like us to be like, oh, fuck. Because they know they're not going to win until they do. Until they do. Yeah, I like to mix that minus 300 in with another one. Parlay it. Yeah. Really bump up my odds. That's good. That's then good. you really got to tug it. <laughs> <laughs> I tugged it enough this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk speaking of DraftKings and, and the puck line I've gone the other way all year on the yeah. puck line wow. it's probably cost me what do they call that the reverse cow, cow what is that <laughs> the reverse cowgirl <laughs> yeah they call it the reverse cowgirl ups. I'm not going to say how much it's cost because my parents listen to the podcast and I, I, I don't want to listen to them but the puck line um, and the other ways cost me bigger it's cost me more than the stock market has this year which is saying something so I decided why don't go the other way so shout out to our boy Princey. He looked this up. The, the percentage of one goal games in the NHL this year, 71% of the games are one goal games. So to me, in the last week to 10 days, I've taken six puck, six puck lines, getting a goal and a half. I'm five and one. So the rest of the way in here, I would suggest to you guys checking the puck line, getting a goal and a half. 71% of the games up dog are one goal games. It saved me on Sunday night. Stupid flower shows up to Cody's Iron Man dinner and says, I like the Ducks tonight. I'm so like, So you what? should have taken the Preds right there. The Ducks? But you know that Sunday match in Ducks, usually the 5.30 or 6.30. 5 o'clock, you're at Sharky's by 9.45. It was a little later because we had. 6 o'clock start, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So anyway, God, they were down too late. Came back. But I bet the money line to get a little bit you of odds. The, yeah, yeah. And then I took that, that puck, puck line. line, reverse puck line. The Minus Calibre. 180. Minus 180. I took save. it as well. Yeah, it saved me. Let's call that the old reverse cow. Yeah. I, I should have double dipped it because, yeah, I should have. <laughs> the old reverse cowgirl on the puck line, fella. Um, I should. I almost double dipped it because your boy Flowers there sent me the same text, and I was like, right away, I should go Preds. So I almost went Ducks puck line, Preds money line. Yeah. Which would have both hit. He said he went to the game, though, and they stunk the other night, right, in L.A. Like that was what I watched that entire game. This is how much of a loser I am on a Saturday night. Fest. Worst hockey game I've seen all year. And I've watched some terrible ones. Yeah. So the Clippers played uh, Binger that afternoon also at Crypto. They had great ice. And the ice was shit. <laughs> These guys were falling all over the place. Fucking, it was bad. So uh, reverse puck line slash reverse cowgirl. Take it the other way. Take the goal and a half. 71% of the games are one goal games. Uppy. You know, it seems like the last couple of weeks we've been talking about the Norris Trophy with our girl Jackie Redmond on our NHL hits. Listen, I respect what Eric Carlson's doing. The fact that he's going to get over 100 points this year, the fact that he's back healthy, he is worth the price of admission, right? To me, I don't think his all-around game defensively is enough for him to win the Norris because his team's going to miss the playoffs and this and that. But I respect Eric Carlson, everything he's doing. It's absolutely insane. However, I think it's time for two awards for the back end. You want to keep the Norris the same? I think we add another one for the Bobby Orr Award for the best offensive defenseman. It's all about goals now. Have the Norris and bring in the Bobby Orr. And guys can win both, but I just think Carlson, what he's doing is great. I just have a hard time with the all-around defender, you know? It's a fair point. 
He is 29 points up on the second guy on his team, Logan Couture. When Timo Meyer got moved, it was like, now there's a, a substantial... What is it like to be a forward on that team when your top forward is 29 points behind your defenseman in scoring? <laughs> Tough to look him in the eye, eh? Okay, now let me ask you this question. Think about this. Okay, he's not good enough to win the Norris because his defensive play isn't that good. But is he good enough to be a Hart Trophy candidate because what he's doing is something that hasn't been done in, say, 30 years plus for a defenseman? So can you argue that a guy that you don't want to give this top defensive award because his team doesn't make the playoffs is arguably going to be probably second behind Connor McDavid in Norris or in Hart Trophy standing? What what do you, you think he's going to be a finalist for the heart? He Fuck might. yeah. Yeah, he might be. 100%. Listen, I would say this. If the Jets and Sabres aren't getting in, if the yeah. Jets don't get in, Morrissey yeah. just got hurt last night, which sucks. So, Josh, I hope you're back healthy soon. Shit. If the Jets and Sabres don't get in, I think the Jets are going to get in. If the Jets get in and Morrissey can come back here and, and you know doesn't miss the remainder of the season and can keep up the, the point of game, he's. I, if I had a vote, I would vote for Josh Morrissey because he got the Winnipeg Jets in. He plays against the top lines. He plays power play. He plays penalty kill. He's their best defenseman. Now, if they miss, Carlson gets it 100%. That's what I think. Yeah. No, it, it, but. Yeah, I, you're sticking to this argument that a D-man should never win the Norris when his team stinks and they're in the bottom. But this guy has fucking almost 90 points. So it's like. Totally. There's, there's a level of separation that you have to take into regard here. And, and I love the, I, I love the two. The two trophies. Moving forward, I think it's something that should be looked at. In fact, these GM meetings, talk about that. Yeah. You know, but man, if he only had 70 points right now, I would be like, well, there's an argument there. Yeah. And I get what you're saying. And, and listen, we've both been on good teams and we've both been on horseshit teams. And this has nothing to do with Carlson because he's having a great year, but his team sucks. There's a difference the way he plays the game right now. They, they're, they're, they're trying to lose in San Jose. Yeah. So he's going all offense all the time. Yeah. Now, if they were fighting for a playoff spot here, and he wasn't just jumping all night, and he actually had to play defense. And they were trying to win games three two to get in the playoffs. You've played in games that don't mean shit. Are you that much dedicated to playing defense when you don't when you're fucking out of it? No. So to me, that the fact that they're out of it, the fact that he's all offense, he's just going ups. He doesn't give a fuck if they win another game. Nor does the whole San Jose Sharks organization. He wants hundred points, and he's go go go. Yeah. So to me, if they were playing more meaningful games where he had to defend more and he was worried about winning. I think it may slow down his points. So that's another reason I just don't know, man. I, I just don't know. He's got 63 even strength points. So he's minus, and he's minus 11. So he's been out there for 70, 75 goals against. Um, still like not bad on a shitty, shitty team. Yeah, I, I mean. And he plays a lot of minutes. Like his, I'm not a big analytics guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not fuck you know I, I'm not fucking all that and Jackie she keeps throwing out these fucking numbers and I'm like I've watched the Sharks play you know probably more than anyone that's not a Sharks fan yeah and to me he's so good offensively but he, he it, sec, defense is secondary to him and which is fine if I had 84 fucking points and was making 11 bananas like him defense would be secondary to me and I like Eric Carlson we just played golf with him he's a really nice guy but when you're talking Norris Trophy as an ex-defenseman to me I don't know, up dog. I, I would give it to Morrissey if they get in, but I think it's time we think about another trophy, a Bob York trophy. I agree. That's, I mean, it's a good point, but yeah, he's running a, away with the Norris this year. It's a great debate. Unfortunately. Yeah. 
So like, if, you, I, if, if, the, if the Jets get in, so Morrissey uh, has 67 points. Let's say Morrissey finishes with 80 points and they get in. Well, you, you still think Carlson wins it over Morrissey? Yeah. Wow. I do. Okay. The well, name, Josh the name, Morrissey I think the name, I, think podcast the, I know, I know, but I think the name, like Eric Carlson on the trophy again, like, I just think it's, he's doing something that hasn't been done forever. Like, like I said, again, if he only had 90 points, he, there would be an argument, but he's going to have, he's going to have a hundred. He's going to have a hundred. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's, it's insane. I had, I think I had a career ninety one hundred points. points I had ninety one career points, so I should shut my fucking mouth. Up <laughs> dog, uh, great debate, buddy. Either way, Eric Carlson's doing some fucking. I know that. So, uh, get this guy a beer presented by our good friends at Labatt Blue. Check it out. Drink responsibly. Get some Labatt Blue in you. Up uh, dog, I got a few guys on this yeah, list here. We got, do. We, we do. Got a few guys on this list here. I'm gonna start in Philly with a guy by the name of Nick Seller, D man, dying breed, old school. Fights, hits, plays great. He's been great for the Flyers all year. So let's get him on ice cold Labatt Blue. He's get an old school beer. guy. Hey, just do you need a, bar, a beer opener there? What do you got? No, it's a twist off. Go for it. Buddy. Yeah. And dealing with torts all year. Torts, I love you. I'm sure he needs a couple more beers. Just, you know, he's been dealing with torts all yeah, year. He has. I'm a guy been. who dealt with them. I know some days he makes you want to drink. He makes you want to drink. I know. I'm going to put Sid the Kid on there. Sid the Kid, second star of the week. Two goals, five assists. Came back from a four-goal deficit that one game. He finished it in overtime. Love it. Look at that kid. They're still they're humming. It. They're humming, buddy. You can sit the kid. They're going to get in. I know they are. I got them going to the Stanley Cup Finals at the start of the year. I don't know if they're going to win the East, but well, you never they're know. coming. They never know. He's playing great. Uh, that game on Saturday, Rangers-Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh was a uh, playoff atmosphere. Trocheck hit Malkin from behind. There was slashing, cross-checking, face washes. I was loving it. I'm and like, this is how great stuff. fucking the true, true train? Coming in. Heads. That was great. Heads. Right? Yeah, great hit. I know. Fucking that's hockey, baby. Come so on. your devils, your devils are they I, th- they might devil. win the Metro. You should bet on them to win the Metro right now. You should see what the odds are. You should bet on them. Because Carolina's hurt. Chef uh out for the rest of the year. I think the Devils might win the Metro now. So we're not going to get our Devils Rangers first round matchup. Which I think the forwards for the Rangers are probably <laughs> Like you don't think Truba would fucking do some damage on those Devils little forwards in the playoffs? Yeah, but you know, they're on the wrong side of the pond. But he'll be taking too many penalties. He doesn't take penalties, does he? Rates, he He's will. not like me back in the day. Tanner, you know, <laughs> get this guy an ice cold blue light. Uh two two fights, a fucking goal. Fights, they're He's fucking fu- mur- he murdered those he guys. He fucking dropped that Riley Stoneman. and good on Riley Stoneman because that's a, a fight where you're fighting up a weight class. I've done it. It sucks. You know you're going to lose. He got in there, but you know he's hitting, he's scoring. He, uh, that third line is unbelievable for them. And the whole Lightning, get the whole Lightning team, Coop and the boys, get them a blue light. They're leading the league in fights. They got 30 fighting majors in Tampa. Janot, Tampa Bay Lightning, get them a blue light. I love it, Obes. Listen, when I had, uh, I had Robert Bertuzzo, one of my favorite fucking teammates of all time, I had him over to meet the kids last weekend, and he said, I wouldn't fight that guy. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. I wouldn't fight him. Yeah. It's crazy. What was Bobo doing here? Bobo, they were uh he swung over to the house. Were they, they playing? Were the, they yeah, played the, the Kings and oh, oh, they had the Kings. Oh. Yeah. Came all the way down from LA. What a guy. Yeah, he came to say hi to the kids. Wow, that's a fucking class act. Class act. Uh and I want to give some love to our boy Clayton Keller. First star in the whole National League this week. The kid's been unbelievable. Clayton Keller. Uh to be the first star in the whole National League up to me, I think is unbelievable for him. Um, the mullet 
It's been rocking lately. So Clayton Keller, get that guy at ice cold Labatt Blue. And last but not least, Rick Talkett had a TNT game last week where they followed Talks around. I thought it was awesome. Talks has come in there and put his fingerprints all over this Vancouver Canucks team. As an ex-Canuck, thank you, Talks. It's I can actually watch a Canucks game now without just wanting to tweet how bad it is and fucking rip the TV off the wall. Yeah. They're playing hard. They're playing with structure. They're competing. And Talks put up 1,500 on the board when the TNT crew was in there. So what Talks gets you a nice cold of apple. That's good. I am going to throw at this to uh, obviously a guy that's been listening. Kevin Bieska. Yeah. Hey, shout out. He's listening to the pod. Shout out on Hockey Night in Canada, throwing out there boys and Kevin Hayes story. So I was great. Juice, have yourself a nice cold Labatt Blue, bud. Great suit on Juice, by the way, in that segment. Yeah, that good little socks pink too. suit. That was great. He had the good some action socks. Nice tan he's got going on. Like a good tan juice. Well, he's bringing the Cali up to Toronto. Sure is. He shows up there. And what do you think Elliot Friedman's like? Nice. He's just fucking. <laughs> Elliot Friedman combs his hair with a pork chop. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's probably like, oh, nice tan juice. Yeah. You know. Coming in from SoCal. Well, I, I'm not going to get on Elliot Friedman here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great segment up, dog. That a boy, Sidney Crosby, has been. Get him a fucking Labatt Blue. Uh, brought to you by our good friends at Labatt. You mentioned the NHL GM's meetings. Um, I don't know if the GM's are listening to Mr. Curfew or not, but I, I said to you a couple weeks ago, we got to do something about these clean, clean hits that are leading into these pillow fights. They're not even like Kelly Chase fights back in the day. If they were, I'd be like all for it. But these pillow fights where they come in and do nothing. Anyways, the GMs are talking about it. They don't like these clean hits. Guys running in. So I'm glad they're addressing it up. Be down there in your old stomping ground of Boca. It was never a thing. It was never a thing back in the day. You used to be able to hit a guy and it was like fucking good hit. Take his number. Come back next shift. Run his teammate. Chirp the bench. Now it's just a, it feels like a melee with. Like not the right guys fighting. You know what I mean? It's totally. And, and not that stage fighting is what's up either, but the intimidation factor of like, guys, this guy hits like a truck, like heads up. Totally. And, and then go fucking hit him. I know? was just going to say, that's how you played. You were taking number type of guy, right? Yeah. If somebody hits you, I'll like, get you back. Yeah. But I get hit. I'm like, fuck, good hit. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if Princey can find this hit where Cam Barker absolutely fucking lays me out in the playoffs behind the net. It was, it was a puck where Willie Mitchell and me kind of looked at each other like, who the fuck's going to go get that one? I go get it. He hammers me. Anyways, I said to him, I'm going to get you back, motherfucker. Before this series is over, I'm going to get you when you least expect it. And to me, that's what the game's all about, mm -hmm. especially come playoff time. But even regular season, if you want to get up there and square off and fight the guy, all, I'm all for it. But to run in and jump him, take his number, chip it in his corner, run across the ice, fucking hit him. Right? <laughs> fucking hit him. <laughs> yeah. That's hockey. I know it. That's is. hockey. I so know. good on the GMs. What do you think they're doing down there? Are they getting drunk or what? They're getting drunk. Yeah, they're in Boca? Yeah, drunk, right? I don't know. See Bully around there? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're getting drunk. Yeah, why wouldn't you? With the Trumper, probably. You think the young GMs, you know, you think, you think the young GMs, like, got to come in and buy the old veterans dinner or something or what? Yeah, there's probably there's a little probably bit of uh, schmoozing going on, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, you know that trade I made last year for the futures? Yeah, you just owe me dinner for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> You know, I gave you Patty Kane for only a second rounder. Yeah, you come on, Chris Drew, you're taking me for dinner. Totally. Yeah. See, I'm in Rose. Um, speak <laughs> <laughs> speaking of GMs, Chuck Fletcher out in Philly up dog. Um, first of all, what do you think about Danny Breer, your old teammate coming in as an ex-flyer? What do you think, fella? Listen, loved it. Um, listened to him a little bit on the uh, on Sirius XM this morning. Um, Danny Breer's got a he's got vision. He's got well, he was playmaking vision back in the day too. That guy was a great player. Good style. And he cared. He won't fucking played hard. He was a little guy, good style. 
Uh, hell of a hockey player. He's a hell of a father. I know he'll treat this team like it's his kids. Listen, they need a little like little family They had feel. Torts come in with the hard ass. They've had some some bad luck with injuries. You look at Couturier, Ellis, Atkinson, three arguably three of their best players have been hurt. Um, you know, the last couple of years. So unfortunately for Chuck, you know, I hear he's a great guy. I listened to Bruce Boudreaux on on Sirius with your boy Cooley last week, and Bruce loved him. I guess Fletcher was a great uh, GM to to Bruce. A lot of respect there. Um, I think it was just time for a fresh face, and Philly's fed up. You you, you have a short fuse in Philly. Yeah. Um, if the fans give you more than a couple of years of not making the playoffs, it's time to turn over the page and bring someone in. Danny described this as being a patient kind of path. Not going to make very rash decisions early. He's going to kind of look at what the team needs, which young players deserve to be uh, given more opportunity, that sort of thing. They got a great goalie. I think they do have great youth. They're tough, um, but they need some changes. Yeah, and for Danny Breer, I played against him. Um, for me, he he went all the way down to the East Coast League up here, I think, with the Maine Mariners and started learning how to be a GM from there and then worked his way up in the American League. And now, so yeah. obviously for him, a guy that made as, amount of, <clears throat> as much money as he did, played as long as he did, he's got the passion for it. He talked about how much he loves the Flyers logo, how much the city means to him, how much he loved playing there. Yep. And I just listened from you and Loops talking about your days there. That's what the Flyers were, right? It was a family feel. We love the city. You come in here, we'll fucking... Chuck your ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to Chuck Fletcher, though, first of all, everything you said about Chuck's 100% true. I was lucky enough to have Chuck in Anaheim. He was our assistant GM, which means he was our GM in the American League. He was great to me. I think Chuck's, because listen, if you're, if you're a Flyers fan and you think what they've done this year isn't a success, I disagree with you. I think they play hard under John Tortorella. I think they play with structure. I think the injuries, you can't expect anything better. I think Chuck's lack of trades at the deadline kind of cost him. Right? Yeah. What do you make? One move, um, Lemieux for McEwen. You know, you got to get rid of JVR somehow. You got to get rid of, you got to, I just think he had to do more to show the ownership and the fans that this is my plan. And I think that was the final straw to me. Yeah, the JVR thing, but at the end of the day, what was what was he getting? A seventh round pick? You can't fucking. I mean, I don't You're know. the only seventh I, rounder I know that fucking played I, the NHL. I, I'd like to think you could get more than that for him, but maybe I, not. I think that, yeah, they talked about that. And Bruce basically said our team is better keeping him here so he finishes the year here you know what i mean it's just like probably not the right time to move him. i don't know i mean i i think you got to show the fan base and ownership that you got some kind of a fucking plan kind of like what Poyle did you got some kind of a plan here i mean what Poyle did was pretty amazing at the deadline but so, yes i agree i think you should have traded hazy i think you should have traded hazy you know i think you got to get rid of jvr i think you got to think about trading Provorov. um you know, Justin yeah. Braun, you trade Justin Braun for something. I, I, I mean, you just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. mix it up a bit, mix it up a little bit, throw some shit in the blender. Yeah. Like to me, if, if you're Chuck Fletcher and, and you know that you're, and maybe he was just like, I'm done. I'm it's over. I don't care. But I was surprised by the lack of movement by the flyers at the deadline. If, if you're doing a whole rebuild here and you're trying to turn it over and a guy like Kevin Hayes, who probably wanted out, um, you know, then you keep Konecki, you keep lot and you keep Tippett, you keep D'Angelo, you keep frost, you keep Farabee. Um, you know, do you trade Rasmus Rustalina? Maybe nobody wanted him. You, you could be right, Uppy. But to me, the lack of the lack of getting assets at the deadline to me was the final straw. Yeah. So they just had a stench hanging around him. There was a little. A little hey, you know what? Chuck will be fine. He'll but go not, relax a little bit. No, I mean like with the team. Like not many guys wanted anyone from the Flyers. And it was like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You no, know? I'm not saying it's easy to make those trades. To yeah. me, just as an outsider looking in, I think that was it. Um, new segment here uh, at Missing Curfew. I'll be honest, I stole it from uh, the boys on TNT, uh, Barkley. So they have a thing on Barkley, who he played for. And Barkley has no fucking idea who these guys are, and it's great. So we started <laughs> it. We stole it from those boys. Uh, name that National Leaguer. We're going to have two or three guys each, each week. It's going to be great for our social. We're going to pull them up here. I'm going to let my boy Updog guess first because, quite frankly, I think I got a better chance than he does. But I could fuck these up too. Updog, who the fuck is that? That is uh, Eck. Yeah. But his, that, his last name is Erickson, uh, Erickson, Erickson, Eck. Yeah. Yeah, I used to fucking hate that guy. Fuck, Princey. That guy's like a superstar. We were trying to get some fourth liners no, here. Some... No, I don't call him a superstar. He's not a superstar. Okay, let's see, let's see what line he plays on. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see superstar. what superstar. That's light. That's thrown around fucking lightly. Yeah, no, he's not a superstar. You're right. Yeah. Let's see what line he's on. Second line center. Not a superstar. No, yeah, I was way off. You're right. He's not a yeah. superstar. But I get you. You want to see like some guy said this fucking jersey. <laughs> Don't throw it on the ground. I know. Not I'm allowed to throw the jersey on, on the ground. Put it on. If, I'll just wear it. Maybe. Um. You want to like critique his headshot? What, what do you think? How's his hair? I like to critique his karate kick. What do you think his hair? I, I mean, not that I got a hair's. What do you think? Um, I mean, you know what it's like with a helmet head. He had a helmet head. Listen, about his helmet on. He's one of those guys that just wore the helmet. Right I came up in with headshots. I had my own product in my pocket. I know you. I did. was fucking ready to fucking spike it up a little bit. Yeah, I know you. He fucking had the blow dryer out. Um, you know, I don't know this guy. Good player. Good player. Six out of 10 here. <laughs> Six out of 10. Updog is one for one. <laughs> Princey, I think you let him. Uh, let's see what he's got next before we judge him. How many we got, Maxi? Three of them? We got three of them, yep. So he gave us a second line center on a playoff team. Updog, way to jump on that. Princey, next week, I'd like you to keep their jerseys out of it. Okay, Princey, next week, keep their jerseys out of it. Oh, I know yeah. who this guy is. Do you? Did you just mention his name? I'm not giving you a fucking tip. I'm not giving you. Are we, are, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Axel Braun. <laughs> He's a porn star. <laughs> Justin Braun. Yeah. Off dogs two for two. Man. Yeah, yeah, two yeah for I got two. this. Look at that. This Axel guy's got, Braun. this guy's got sick flow. He's the, I, I'd like to keep the jerseys out of it next week. Squirting we one, one was this porn. <laughs> By the way. The up dogs two for two. All right. Let's give our last one here and see if we can stump the up dog or myself. Oh, this could get you. Again, it's like we know his squad. I'm going to say you don't get this guy right. I'm going to get, I got him. You got him? Yeah. Who is it? White Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? No. Shit. It's not White Cloud. Is he the goalie? Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's Paul Cotter, right, Max? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Paul Cotter. <laughs> Paul Connor. We're talking national leaguers here. <laughs> he goes, I know who that is. Uh, who is it? White Cloud. <laughs> In Updog's defense, Connor's actually having a nice little uh, second half. He's a fourth liner Updog. He so is, okay. I'm not expecting you to know who Paul Connor is. Back when, I, when we played, fourth liners were guys that have been around for a while. I don't need any of the you know, new guys. I fourth know. line. For what? Hey, listen, buddy. You did a hell Where's of a job. Where's Chase on when you need him? You did a hell of a job. We're going to get to Chase on. You did a hell of a job. 
Two out of three. Yeah, I bad. love enough dog. I know who that is. Who is it? White Cloud. <laughs> uh, new segment brought to you, National Leaguers, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Candidate, promo code Curfew Cali. Uh, up dog. That was great. I, I needed a I needed a good little laugh there, fella. So Princey, keep the jerseys out of it, maybe. Or or do you want to keep the jerseys in? It's your no, call. They should be what do you think? Ooh, well, do you want- fuck. That'd be impossible. <laughs> that would be impossible. Keep the jerseys in? Yeah. Yeah. yeah keep, keep the jerseys in. in. Give us a chance. You did great. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. I know who that is. Yeah. White Cloud. <laughs> oh, man. Paul Cotter. Uh, ah, good looking cat. Good looking eyes there. Blue eyes. The ladies probably like that. So, uh, great job, Princey. Up dog. I knew we that. We might be need good. a lifeline. So, you want lifelines? So we call in a friend or what? No, yeah, that or like, hey, is he forward or D man? Okay, I'll East or West conference. Well, you went two for three today. No, I know, but it's, the jerseys kind of helped. Yeah. Do you want to keep the jerseys in or out? Because if we're, if I we're do taking kinda, the jerseys out, we need lifelines. You get the three. Okay. Yeah, whatever three call the on the three picks, you get one lifeline per pick. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. Like if that, that fucker right there, Paul I could say, okay, like, <laughs> you know, what division is he in? Yeah. Okay. And then what number does he wear? Yeah. Okay. Or like, you know, how big's his cock? <laughs> <laughs> What's he swinging around the showers there, boys? Yeah, What's he swinging around the showers? Know, never know. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. White Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Up dog two out of three, buddy. Uh, I thought we'd have some fun with it. We stole it from Charles Bart. Hey, listen. Barkley gets them all wrong. He, does. he doesn't. Ha- Barkley watches just the best teams. And he'll, he like, the best thing about Barkley is he'll be like, they'll show a highlight of like, I don't know who's bad now. Like um, Washington playing yeah. Minnesota. He's like, you watch this game. You're a loser. <laughs> he's like, why do we watch these highlights? You watch this game. You're a loser. Yeah. So anyways, Uppy, that was great. Two out of three, buddy. Uh, good stuff up dog. Uh, back up the brakes truck real quick. For me as next demon, I'd like to see this one. Trevor Van Riemsdyk, three years, nine bananas. I like this kid's game, and I like what depth D get rewarded with a nice little three-year ticket. Um, and I'm jealous, you know? I would have liked to get a three-year nine-banana deal. Yeah, he's always been a good, um, listen, he's always been a good player. Yeah. Good family. Good player. Yeah. Good guy. Nine yeah. bananas, keeps you in the league. Good for him. Um, up dog, on injuries real quick, we obviously knew Kirill was out. Um, Shefnikov out definitely. Why, you know, we both, I think, thought they needed to get another forward. And then you just told me Lekkinen out. I mean, all these injuries this year, brother. Like, what's your feel on it? Like, just. No, nah, I think you just, you're feeling a lot of injuries right now just because it's kind of stockpiled up here. Yeah. You know, the trade deadline happens. Now you're like, you're expecting these lines to be formed, these teams to build chemistry, and then fucking boom, you take a puck off the, off the wrist, off the finger. You're in one. <laughs> now with Lekkonen, I mean. That stuff. hurts the abs, bro. That hurts them. So, so what I didn't realize, Obi, and this is kind of a stat that I, I had in my head after listening to Sirius this morning, was Lekkonen scored the winning goal for the Montreal Canadiens to make it in the Stanley Cup final. Fact. He also scored the winning goal for the Colorado Avalanche to go in the final. That was, I was like, wow, this kid's, you know, from someone I didn't really know, now watching him because totally. we isocam the Avs so much, it's a big player. You can put me right in that same category, Ops, when... You know, he was playing in the North Division for the Canadians. When, Je- when Joe Sackick picked up Lekin at the deadline, I was like, that's not enough to me. And kudos, shout out to, you know, Cooley. Cooley's like, this kid's a player. And watching him play in Colorado, I'm like, okay, I get it. And he's been unbelievable this year for the Avs. Without him and Rantanen, they're not where yeah. they are right now. This is a big blow up Because Landy's nowhere near coming back from what I've heard. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Nowhere near. 
I wonder if it's a, it's his knee, obviously, but is it like something that's just bothering him? I so? don't know. I don't know. I, I miss watching him play the prod. I miss seeing 92 out there yeah. and they, they need him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the West is wide open. I mean, if Landy doesn't come back and now with this injury, I, the West is wide open, man. And, and, and staying with the West up, the Edmonton Oilers. I want to give Kenny Holland some credit. When I look at their lineup, I'm going to pull it up right here. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one sec. Let me find it here. Where the fuck is the oil? Right there in the middle meet. To me, Uppy, when I look at their lineup, I don't see a team that doesn't have depth. Kane, McDavid, Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto. I, maybe I would like to have a different right winger than him. Fogel, Bukestad, Yanmark, Shore, McLeod, Derek Ryan. To me, the Bukestad pickup was huge for them, Huge. Uppy. Huge. Like that team to me is as good as anybody in the West. And then with Alcom on the back end, depth is no longer an issue in my opinion. No, now it's now it's just goaltending. And for me, you say it has to be Campbell. I don't think so. It's not. It's not. Spencer. They didn't even play Campbell when they went back to Toronto on Saturday night. And Stuart Skinner gave up seven. Like, you got to oh. put him in there when he's playing his old team, don't you? Yeah, you do. I don't know. I, don't I think know. so. Yeah. Uh, that's a big fuck you, and you know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been scratched sometimes, too, going home to Toronto or Coming whatever. To I got all the fucking, you know, Newfoundland. The whole Newfoundland comes to see me play. Family from Alberta come see me play, and you know, sure as shit, you show up and you take yeah. my jersey boy. Yeah, fucking, you have Dino trying to tell you Kevin did. Next thing you know, you're they like, jump. Excuse up. me. <laughs> Next thing you know, they jump in your closet, closet like a goddamn magic show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think you what take my friend said. I home from San Francisco. <laughs> true love is blind. Sometimes you think you have true love, and then you catch the early flight home from. San Diego and a couple of nude people jump out of your bathroom blindfolded like a goddamn magic show ready to double team your girlfriend and it stops. It stops right there and it continues right here because I think what my friend Mitch is trying to say is that true love is blind. But uh, didn't you get scratched in Anaheim too by Hitch? Didn't, didn't Hitch pull you aside or something? I, I thought I remember yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, in front that, of my big that canyon stung you boys. A bit, right? Fucking right. It did. Yeah. And then I just went and I probably went to Big Canyon. You got just pinned. <laughs> You probably went and played nine. Yeah, no, I would have, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, so to me, up dog. Oh, he did do that. Fuck. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he scratched you. I I gave it to him. I bet. I met him at the pool deck. I said, "Meet me at the pool, fucking," because I'm going to Big Canyon after this. Meet me at the pool. Leave your speedo at home, Hitch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't be coming down the banana hammock. Huh? Um, Uppy, to the Edmonton Oilers, you're a good fucking Fort Mac boy. Does is this team? I mean, we should almost. Can you pull up what their odds are to win the Stanley Cup, real I quick? Sure on draft can. I have them right here. Because I'm thinking about tickling them. I really am. The Edmonton Oilers right now to win the Stanley Cup are 10 to 1. Plus 1,000. Wow. Plus 1,000. So, listen. <laughs> um, Who would they play right now? I do want to touch on this fact right now that the New Jersey Devils. You're all in on the Devils. Are eh? plus 650 to win the East. And guess what the Rangers are? Plus 700. Yeah. So the, now the Devils are better odds. Can you get them to win the Metro? Or no, it doesn't give yeah. me that on here. Now it does on our DraftKings account. Yeah. So right now, Edmonton wild card one would play the Vegas Golden Knights in the first round. Heads up. We will be going to that one somehow after we get back from Toronto. We'll be going to that. Mm-hmm. I think Edmonton's going to finish in the top three. I think they're going to catch Seattle. I think, I think in the first round, we're going to see LA Edmonton again with LA getting home ice, which will be a dandy series. I just think this Oilers team up is as good as I've seen since we've started doing this podcast. You know, I got to give Kenny Hall a credit. I think that Bukestad pickup was great. Ekholm pickup was unbelievable. It's on Stuart Skinner. 
and the best player in the world. It's going to be fun to watch. So. Love it, love it. Uh, and last but not least on the Oilers, did you see McDavid doing something at the Junos at Edmonton? Loved it. He got yeah. up and introduced Nickelback. Is that Come what he on, did? Is yeah. that what he did? He introduced Canada's top fucking band ever. Nickelback. Nickelback. Although I say the Arkells have something to say yeah. about that. But um, Chad Kruger, you know, and Nickelback, yeah, he's a good he guy. stepped up. I think they won some award for like all-time, all you know, Canadians fucking rock band. Yeah. No, they, they should. But anyways, McDavid up there talking in front of the, the crowd. It was great. It was great. We got he a, had a good personality. We need him doing that down here in south of the south of the border there in Canada. Hundred percent. We need him down here. More of that. Looked good up there. Nice shoes. Little great. white tee. Six suit. He looked great. Um, up dog. Obviously, Masters is coming up here in April. We just had the players. We're gonna do this segment, the Green Jacket, presented by our good friends at Verbero. Uh, shout out the Mr. Curfew stuff's up online, by the way, check it out. If you're looking for some gloves or a new twig, shout out to Mike, uh, Mike Commodore. Commie's the first one that came up with this. So we're kind of using his segment, the green jacket, uh, Jordan Cairo minus 35. Yikes. 29 goals. Yikes. That's all they're talking about there. Wow. But it's Maybe. been a tough year for, <laughs> for look at the, those are the top three players for the, for the blues, St. which Louis I was, I, I, yeah. I wanted to see the list. I thought it would be more ducks to be honest with you. I was shocked to see Ky to Cairo, Krug, and Schenner on the top of that list. I was shocked, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. It stings Schenner probably For more sure. than anybody on this list. The other guys probably don't give a shit, to be honest. They're just like, ah, it's a tough year. Um, is there anyone on this list that are going to make the playoffs right here? Well, Patty Kane's in New York now. Yeah. Jack Johnson's in Colorado now, but he wasn't going. Ben no. Sherratt with Ottawa, maybe. Ben Sherratt's in uh, <laughs> place for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you're thinking of Thomas Shabbat. That's who you're thinking that's of. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's who. Uh, Travis Boyd, I don't know where he plays. I think he plays in Arizona. Not one guy on this list is making the playoffs. No. 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 Were you ever a minus like this when you were there? You know what, up dog? I, I got to tell you, fella. Career one, plus one of, two, right? Yeah. One of my people asked me, what, you know, yeah. what are your best accomplishments? I finished my career, I believe, as a plus eight. So I was a plus player in the NHL. And, and I think plus minus is a bad stat, to be honest with you. When you're on bad teams, you're obviously going to be a minus. I was just curious to see who was leading the green jacket. Um, but it's nice to be a plus player when you retire, up, isn't it? Yeah, I would agree. Should I check my own stats? Here? No, I got you pulled up here, but it doesn't actually give the total here. It just says, I can count them right here. You were minus three, minus five, minus six. Yeah. Then you're even. Then you're up 15, 16, 18, um, 10, six, plus six. Plus six. Yeah. Is that what you called? Yeah. Yeah. Plus six. What am I? Let's see. Plus players, banger, Maxi. That means you're responsible out there. Responsible player. I mean, it's just, it's got to suck to come in and, you know, you know, remember when you used to look at your stats before you go in and take a dump or whatever, and it's just like, oh, minus 35. Oh, and by the way, this is what I wanted to tag on this. I just remembered. This is why I did this. What were you ups? Should I go through it? Yeah, go through okay, it. Okay, so two, then I'm even. Then I was plus 14 and 48 games for the Preds the year they fucking traded me. Uh, okay, so I'm 14, 13, 17. This is a humble brag here, but I went one, two, three, four, five, six seasons as a plus player. Responsible. In a row. Then I was minus 12 in Columbus. Yikes. This is too many numbers. I played too many. This is a lot of years. You played a lot of games. How many games did you play? 750? Um, yeah, 760. Wow, it's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. I can't even count. It's making my head spin. So anyways, this is what I wanted to tie in to the, to the green jacket. At betting? You're nine. 
I was plus nine. Plus minus was nine. Nice. There you go. Bigger than a baby. You know, remember back in the day, especially when you're on bad teams, how hard it was to get a plus. Like you get a plus, you're like fucking rights. And you get like two minuses in a game. You're like, that's going to take me a week to fucking get that back. Mm -hmm. Same as betting. When you win a couple (laughs) bets, you're like fucking rights. And then you lose four straight. Plus minus is a lot like betting. And that's what I, that's what I was trying to tag the segment to. Except sometimes when you pick a bad bet, you're just not like, Hey, nice turnover. You dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You only have your, I had my guy. You only have yourself to blame. That's kind of like my Sunday night bet when I put that one in flowers like the ducks. You always I'm go like, against. I had my guys. You always go against flowers. I know. Um, but listen, betting on games, you, you grow to hate guys out there. That guys that let you down and make mistakes, you grow to hate them a little bit. So plus minus is a lot like trying to win bets up, dog. That's where I was going with that. Just took me a second. Last but not least, the milk carton presented by our good friends at Life Force Updog promo code curfew, baby. Check, I mean, check it out, guys. I just signed up. I fucked up here. I got to call them back and get my blood work done, but super easy. Website super clean. Sign up. Use the promo code. Uh, get that gut rot figured out. Hey, yeah. Doug. Well, I mean, it's optimization, baby. Optimization. Body optimization, starting from the gut out. Right. <laughs> the gut out. Well, I mean, you take care of the gut, but then anyway, just the legs feed the wolves. By the way, they're going to soon offer uh, the drug, the semi-glutide. Ozempic. Yeah, they're going to offer that. Wow. I mean, they got it all. They're doing it all. At Life they Force. got it all, baby. Uh, I'm going to put Tony D'Angelo, who I like. He's had a great year. I got to put him on the milk cart for spearing our buddy Perry right in the balls. Now, did Perry deserve it? Fuck you, right Yeah, Bears, I love you. Worm. Has he done it before? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. He probably deserved it, but you can't, right you can't the, spear someone right, right in the nuts. moose knuckle. Right in the fucking nuts. And got him good. And then in D'Angelo's defense, another reason I love the Tampa Bay Lightning, wolf pack mentality, Bogosian, Maroon, Perry came around the pile. He took probably, well, he said he took 20 punches on the ground. Yeah. So he's like, suspension, whatever. Okay, I'll eat the suspension. I did take 20 punches on the ground. I've been asking Perry to fight all, yeah. all damn night, and he, he was. won't. He was. And he's like, and it was a lot worse than what it looked like. Or it was a lot, it looked worse than what it looked yeah. like. Yeah. So Perry's, Perry's game a two-hander. Perry's game a two-hander going into the pile. Yeah. And D'Angelo came around and speared him right in the balls. You can't spear a guy in the balls, but I get the frustration. I've played against Corey Perry. I love him, but he does get under your skin. So D'Angelo... Uh, you're on the milk carton. Up dog. We talked about Carlson earlier. There was a clip of him bleeding like a pig. He threw his helmet across the ice. He got fined to the refs again. Maxie, I'm putting the refs on the milk carton again, buddy. You can't miss these fucking high sticks. Fuck off with the hooks and holes that you're looking for. When a player, as an ex-player, when I got high stuck and you don't call it when I'm bleeding like a pig, it's fucking embarrassing. It is embarrassing. There's four guys out there that could call five-minute high stickings or double minor high sticking. Sorry. Yep. Call the fucking thing. I agree. Don't miss it. Refs and linesmen, you're on the milk carton for missing high sticks that are drawing blood. Up, you know, there's nothing worse. Yeah, I would have thrown my stick and my helmet like Carlson. He's through the helmet. He was pissed. Good God, love it. The refs back Give on him the, the Norris for that. He's got your vote, eh? Yeah, for sure. But wow. uh, okay, buddy. All right, buddy. I think that's just because you teed it up with him. I know he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, the refs are back on the milk cart. And last but not least, we're going to take somebody off the milk carton here at Missing Curfew. I believe this is our second guy we've taken off the milk carton. Uh, Alex Chason. We found him. He was playing <laughs> in Grand Rapids. I thought he quit. This guy is fucking right. been on PTOs. He went back to the minors. He's playing great for the Detroit Red Wings. Scored two goals, I believe. Wow. Um, up dog. Let's take Alex Chason. He's off, off it. The milk yeah, cart. good for him. Good for him. Good I'd to love see to see it. I'm How old get... do you think he is? Guess. He's 34. That's what I thought. 32. Younger than I wow. thought. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came to the PTO with me after basically winning the Stanley Cup in Washington. I know. If you can't like, get a you know, contract after winning the Stanley Cup, there's something wrong with the there's league. There's something wrong with the league. <laughs> like, come on. 
Reward the guy. He just won the mug. I know. It's, yeah. Take him off the milk cart. He's back in the National League, flying on the plane, eating the food, drinking the wine. Ah, what you a don't league. dream about that? I dream about it all the time. I dream about different stuff than that. <laughs> <laughs> I dream about- It brings me right back where I'm like, finally, I got another shot at this playoff game here. <laughs> One more chance to win the mug. And then I wake up and I'm like, going to get Beckham. He's crying. I'm like, fuck. Bring me back to the National yeah, League. See, I just got to get up and take a piss usually. But yeah, I'm dreaming about different things. I'm dreaming about different <laughs> things. But, uh, up dog, great time, buddy. You're an absolute beauty. Maxi Binger, thank you. Hall Pass Media, Princey, great job. That was Missing Curfew. Now, uh...